Welcome everybody to the Culture Sports Podcast. I'm your host today. Joining me is my my co-host, my partner, the unapologetic geek, Mr. Jarius Thomas. What's happening, dog? Man, nothing, bro. Got the got some birds and shit outside my house, man, making all this damn noise and it's just annoying me. But it's all good, man. It's been a good week, bro. Especially in sports. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. We got a. Uh, we got a lot to talk about in the NFL. Um, you know, as always, AB's in the news. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, we got a little Cam news. We got a little. I mean, we got we got a lot of shit going on in the NFL. Not much anywhere else. You know, nothing else really matters right now. So, you know, with that being said, we just gonna go and hop right into what we gotta hop right into. All right, bet. So. Uh, for the past couple of years, man, like I've watched the NFL mainly because of the great quarterback play, man. Like it, this is a golden age of quarterbacking. Period. There's no no way around it. And of course, you have like even with all this greatness, you have some quarterbacks that are good, but you wish they do a little more. And Cam Newton fell into that category uh, with me. Uh, but I, the last what? He played up until week three. So the first two games of the season, man, he just didn't look like himself. Um, Cam has always had a great arm on him, and he just – he was grossly underthrowing his receivers. And we've been saying it since last year, man, toward the end of last year. He looks hurt. Well, uh, come to find out, uh, just uh, I think on Friday on his YouTube page – uh, he just talked about his injuries and, and taking time away from the game. And the thing that really stood out to me, he got to this point where he said it could take two weeks, it could take four weeks. Shit, I could be back next week. He was like, but it could be months from now. I'm just – I'm taking care of myself and I'm putting myself first. And that's an admirable quality, man. No matter what you, you think about these athletes um, and their own desires, putting your health first – I can't I can't knock anybody for that. And I appreciate that Cam was uh, shared there just with everybody. Like, man, I just need some time away from the game. It's a right now it's a foot injury. Uh I still think part of it is that shoulder that has been undisclosed as far as what's wrong with it. But he says it's his foot right now, man. He's just not gonna risk tearing it up anymore. Is essentially what he said, man. So with that being said, what do you think about Cam taking some time away from the game? Well, um, first, first of all, I, I applaud him for doing that. Because mm-hmm. um, here's the thing, man. And a lot of fans don't want to acknowledge this, but your body is the – that's the only one you got. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, people get mad because they feel like these athletes are supposed to just give, give, give and not take anything for themselves. And, you know, yeah, they, they make a shit ton of money, um, you know, but, I, nigga, I'm not the one paying them that money, you right. know? So it's it's like you got you got to do what you got to do for you and your family. You know, this man's still young. Uh, he's about 30, somewhere up in there. Um, and 
if if he don't take care of himself, by the time he reach forty, the nigga gonna be walking around like he's sixty. Yeah, and you that's know, scary man. Um, and, and I mean, like, ha- let me ask you this: ha- Have you ever been in a car wreck? Yes, yes, I have. Like, I I have been in a a car wreck, uh, going through some bad weather, skidded on some black ice, and totaled my truck out. Shit. And my body was a wreck. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't badly injured, but just the trauma of, of the impact and and all of that, you know, mentally, mm-hmm. I was a goddamn wreck. These motherfuckers go through that every, every Sunday, single man. week, every single week, multiple times, you know. So I, I feel like he's doing what he has to do. Now it don't hurt that he got guaranteed money, so you know. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, he yeah. he he can take off work and ain't nobody gonna be like, well, you fired because they get rid of him, he, they still gonna have to pay him and somebody else gonna be knocking at his door. You know. Right. Um and it just like just like a- Andrew Luck. Like he walked away, um, and a lot of people was mad about it. I granted the timing of it was off as fuck, but he knew when to call it quits. He knew himself better than anybody. And that's that's respectable, man. Like for and another thing that stood out about Andrew Luck, man, at least Cam still got love for the game. Andrew was like, it don't broke his heart too many times, man. As far as his his pain and all that kind of stuff, and he was like, he got to the point where he just didn't see the purpose of dressing up. And that's some deep shit right there, to me. Right. And so I hope Cam doesn't get to that point. Uh, I hope he comes back, you know, strong. But I, I always was of the mind that he should just take this year off. The thing about the NFL is, man, if the guy behind you looks better than you, you may not have anything to come back to. That's the big deal. And, and what's his name, Kyle Allen? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, true. But here's the thing, though. You may not have nothing to come back to if you a marginal player or a decent player. Mm-hmm. You know, Cam is n- neither of those. Yeah. You know, uh, and see, that's that's why I say he can take off, and yeah. it it not be a problem because if if Kyle Allen blows up, and by the way, <laughs> the boy looked good that first game throwing yeah, the four yeah, touchdowns yeah. with the same weapons that Cam had, and Cam ain't through with one of them. But that's neither here nor that. Um. If they do say, okay, we're going to move on with Kyle, like I said, they're going to cut the check to Cam because they're still owing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if they can't trade him. But if they put him on the block after he – if he took this year off and got completely healthy, I, grant, I, I guarantee you at least 12 teams minimum would be oh, – yeah, you know, They'll be pulling up, you know what I'm saying? Um, so he, he it's, it's a win-win for him, man. He's still gonna get paid, you know. Uh, he's still gonna play when he decides to come back, and then you know he he healing his body and his mind. Um, you know, I I just don't want the nigga to be like Vontae Davis. You you, you know, <laughs> yeah. my boy, my, hey, my boy got burnt for a play. He goes to the sideline, look at his coach, like nigga, I'm done. And nigga, I'm out. I'm like, good, you, man. Like what you you don't want to play this next series? Like no. Nah, I'm going home, like yeah, right that now. Still, that shit's still wild, man. 
But it, it, it's it's the same thing though. He he knew his body and his mind was done right then. Yep. I don't know if I'd have just left everybody, you know, on stuck like that, you know, and just go home at at the half. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. So yep. I, you know, I respect any of them that can do that. And just like Cam, if Andrew Luck decided in six months he want to come back. The coach is going to welcome him with open arms, and if they don't, 10, 12, 14 other teams like, come on down. We got you. All right, right. Exactly, man. He'll come back and probably still be a perennial quarterback, man, because no, I can't state enough how much sometimes taking time off, man, just think about our jobs. Like, we, we regular dudes. And taking a vacation and coming back refreshed, it helps. And – I think that, you know, him taking – I hope he, he sits out the rest of the season. I really do. Uh, because he's a great athlete. And, yeah, I take shots at him and, and laugh about some things. But that's more so geared at his fans than him. I understand he is a, a perennial quarterback in the league. I respect that he's an MVP winner. And he took a team that wasn't supposed to go to the Super Bowl that year to the Super Bowl with a, what, a 15-1 record? Like – that that's something that can't be understated enough, uh, but or overstated enough. But he need man, he he looked bad, man. He yeah. was looking bad those first two games. It was sad actually. Yeah, um and, and what's what's crazy is his his numbers, um especially that first game, it, it really wasn't Yeah, it, never mind. It it was. I mean, <laughs> like like if you look yeah. at how many passes it took for him to get those, that yardage, yeah, that ain't good, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't. And again, no, no touchdowns. You know, uh, he wasn't running the ball like yeah. he fumbled the ball. I mean, yeah, he he definitely just looked. He looked bad. Um, you know, now now they it came out that. Well, that he had a, a Liz Frank injury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know he's expected to miss, you know, four to eight weeks. But like you said, I, I, I hope he, I hope he sits out, man, and just, just gets him himself right. Right. You know, that's the main thing. Now, now you, you said something earlier, man. Um, mm-hmm. you said that you know you, you, you laugh at him by, by different things. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we've all seen the memes and, and, and all of that, man. And, you know. Now, I miss those memes. I'll say that. Like, you know, uh, one of the funniest ones to me was, uh, I forget what outfit it was, but somebody wrote on the picture, like, he looked like a strong, single black mother. Nah, my favorite one is the one where uh, he got, like, this feather on and all this kind of shit. It was like, but, uh, if when you got to play in an uh, NFL game, but right after you got to go meet the pilgrims on Plymouth Rock. That shit, <laughs> bro. That shit was so damn funny to me, man. Like I dropped my phone laughing at that shit, bro. Now, and and you know it, it it be all in fun, man. You know, man. um, like I, I don't, I don't care how the man dress, you know. Uh, but there there are people who who does, <laughs> uh. And and I came across a uh, a article, a video, a conversation uh, concerning Cam and the way he dressed 
between a super coon and his coon protege. Oh man! And oh, wait a minute. Okay, <laughs> he's a he's a coon protege. <laughs> yeah, he and, and I I get to that in a minute because he's he's been getting groomed. Uh, oh, I gotta hear this. Yeah, let's let's go, man. So, so the other day, um, uh, what's his name? Jason Whitlock and Michael Vick were on uh, Speak for Yourself on mm-hmm. FS1, mm-hmm. and both of these dudes equated the way Vick dresses. To uh, his poor leadership qualities, um, Cam the way Cam dresses. Yeah, the way excuse me, yeah, the way Cam dresses, and you know they talked about it, and it really. So let let, let me. I'm gonna just give you a, a quick summary of of the conversation. They had this exchange. I'm gonna ask you the question because I've been I've been on this campaign ever since Cam showed up with the scarf wrapped around his head. <laughs> I didn't like it from a leadership standpoint. I didn't like it. You can't leave. I mean, look, look, got everybody watching you, Cam, including your teammates. And look, this is not, you know, this is not a fashion show. This is football. You know, I mean, throw the suit on. The hats was cool. Got away with that. But I mean, I I respect Cam for what he do as a football player. Look, I I respect him because he loves fashion. But, you know, it's it's a different demeanor, a different approach you got to take as far as your appearance and everything, man. Everything plays a factor. At the quarterback, At the position. quarterback position. If he's a wide There's receiver, what he's right. doing, but if he's a wide receiver or, again, like, if you want to make fashion statements away from the football locker room, yeah, no one cares. Now, what? this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this is what, you know, and this is why, okay, first of all, Jason Whitlock is is legendary with his his sambo shit and his coon shit. Yeah, legendary. And I call Vic a coon protege. Now, if you go back to the cap situation, right? You got Vic talking about how this man need to cut his hair. In in in, in the words of my boy Stephen A. To capitulate to what they want you know what i'm saying but th- this is the same michael vick who had cornrows and, and killing dogs and you know right who's like, like, shit. like nigga you was in leavenworth you was in leavenworth everybody's situation ain't the same so anyway you have that and some of the other things that he said you know um and then you you get to this you know and it's the same. He he's walking the same line, you know. He he in he in varying from from his point, and his 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 point is, you know. Don't don't be yourself. You need to 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 conform to what, what, what they what? think you should be in order to you know whatever. I'm not taking up for what he said because I I think the criticism of his clothes is asinine. I, I just. That's just what I feel. One could even say that Michael Vick is coming at Cam from the position of someone who's made mistakes and who may even wish that he could go back and do some things over again, which I'm sure he he does. But equating that to or, or 
yeah, just equating the way someone dresses to playing quarterback, that's that's ridiculous. Now, maybe they're saying that he's more worried about his outfits than football, but I can't even agree with that because the man clearly has a style. It's like somebody he's wearing somebody's gear and they're putting it together and they're giving it to him. But on the flip side, why are we acting like Cam Newton was the one who had dogs fighting on his property? That's it, my exactly. issue. He hasn't had any criminal issues. Cam Newton has been a good uh, ambassador of the NFL. It's why they put him all over their commercials and campaigns, or they were for quite a few years. Like, nah, man, we're going to do this to somebody. It, it shouldn't be Cam. And it, that's, that's petty. It's very much pity. Right. And, and you know, his I, I, I just think is uh I, I just think it's strange, you know, that Michael Vick is the one taking issue <laughs> uh with, with Cam and, and making it as you know, this is a me first type of thing that Cam is doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at me, look at me, you know, um that's that's what he's equating it to. But nigga, you the wrong one to even yeah. approach this because he was for, definitely looking at me. Right. First of all, he was looking at me, you know. Second of all, and he admitted this himself, he didn't put football first. He didn't mm-hmm. put his team first. This nigga didn't even bother to learn the goddamn playbook. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm Michael Vick is the, the improvising master and uh and it's crazy because there are so many players that clearly modeled themselves after him but became superior quarterbacks because they had the other end of it. Like, I, right now, Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Michael Vick ever was. Right now. Right now. And I argue with niggas about that. And it be Atlanta fans that I be arguing with. Like, bro, Vic, <laughs> Vic was garbage. Y'all holding on to this. <laughs> seriously, like, man, they they got this 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 rose rose uh, colored glasses glasses memory yeah. of this nigga. You know, like this romanticism uh, history uh, that they have with this nigga, Bruh, He didn't have a good year till he got the feeling. Dog, as much as I liked Michael Vick when he played in Atlanta. Of course, your opinions change as you get older and you get more perspective on things. We find out uh, more information about your childhood heroes. He was phenomenal in spurts. You're only going to get the highlights with Michael Vick. You're not going to get to see when he went against Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game and he could not adapt to the defense. You're not going to see that. You're not going to see how he used to grossly overthrow his receivers. And he had a solid receiving core and a solid team. And people try to blame the offensive line, but the offensive line can't see what's going on behind them. Vic hardly ever stayed in the pocket. He hardly ever right. stayed in the pocket. And and that's why – now, I'll give you this. He revolutionized the game in a lot of ways. He's the reason why your offensive linemen have to be strong as well as fast and be aware or have more awareness of if their quarterback is going to – bounce outside of the uh the pocket but Man, i don't know but is he a hall of famer or Fuck some no. kind of or some kind of legend no no not at all you know who is or who's on track to be patrick mahomes uh, what michael vick probably should have been had he just really learned the game as you alluded to right um so 
you got you got Pat Mahomes, you got Lamar. They they both are better than Vic. Whatever you got, Cam. Um, and you know you you said that Vic revolutionized the game. Um, man, I I I I've just never been one to just fully subscribe to that. Well, he revolutionized. And and the reason the reason why I say that is niggas forget about Randall Cunningham and yeah. his and his almost thousand yards. You know. Like the 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 one thing that made Vic stand out was his blazing speed and the fact that nobody could even breathe on this nigga. That's what I'm talking about right there. You know, but like you go back and look at him, man. He outside of the running plays, you know, that nigga is Jay Feetler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I you know, I'm not gonna argue with that at all. And that's that's Really, what I'm getting to is when I say revolutionized game, I'm not going to say uh, he was, like I said, a legend or a Hall of Famer, but they hadn't seen anybody that damn fast at that position with an arm like that. Right. Like that combination, that combination scared the shit out of a lot of people. Man. It, it, it did. And if if he, I, I do say this, um, if Vic would have, when he was in Atlanta, if he would have taken the time to really focus on the game, to really learn the game, to really hone his craft, he would be a Hall of Famer. If right. he would have, if he would have learned how to harness the power of his arm and control it, I, I, it sounds like nigga X Man when I say that. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, if you look at him, like the man could flick the ball seventy yards flat footed, you know, right. while, while eating a sandwich in, from his right hand. Exactly, man. And and he's the reason to me why these, why a lot of uh, like Pat Mahomes and and Lamar Jackson, when they were in high school, they probably played the way they played because of Michael Vick. But the difference is they honed their skills and their crafts and they had they had coaches to help them hone their skills and their craft as well. Uh, uh, Vick did too, but he he said he He refused help. He did. I can't put it on the coach. So, and and again, I can't put it on the offensive line, but I believe that coaches started scouting differently once they saw Michael Vick. And I also, and Tim Tebow even benefited from Michael Vick's play style because of that. And another thing uh, that I've thought about, uh, the, the impact they had on defenses. You know what kind of player you needed to stop Michael Vick? You needed an Ed Reed-sized dude. Somebody that was, that had size and speed that could keep up with him. You yeah. needed someone with uh, the vision of of Ray Lewis to stay in the pocket. I mean, not stay in the pocket, to stay in the middle of the field and be a spy for Michael Vick. Or you needed athletic spies. And, it, you know, Michael Vick being in the game made defensive-minded uh, coaches look for um, – for size as well as strength when it came to defensive players. So in that regard, he revolutionized the game. But am I saying he's a, a Hall of Fame and all that kind of shit? Hell no, nah, ain't no way. <laughs> Ray was Ray is another one of his cool sponsors. I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going <laughs> to say that. When I said his name, I was like, he's going to take a shot at Ray. But I got to say it. <laughs> I, I, hey, listen, man. You know, all, all I'm going to say about Vic, you know, um, is this? I don't know what's worse, mm-hmm. 
him reading the defense or Floyd Mayweather reading period. I don't know. That's that's me. <laughs> that, that was just me to uncalled for. <laughs> Since we talking about uncalled for, man, uh Antonio Brown is he's he stays in the news, man. Um he can't help himself. He went like, back to college. At least that's that nigga went back to college for four hours, man. <laughs> Cause you know it came out, you know he he went back to school, and not even the next news cycle. This is still in the same news cycle, same news week. Yeah, his agent like he still want to play. He he ready to play. Like you know, it's like as soon as he fall off the the top of the trending list. He come back with some other shit, man. I would be surprised if we get a week without him at this point. He's making sure he stays relevant by doing shit. Like, he doesn't even have to be on the field anymore to stay relevant. Between his Twitter account and his Instagram account, we're going to hear about him every week. It, it is Exactly, man. Because, um, like, it, you know, social media has been his, his goddamn downfall, in, in my opinion. You know, and it it is it, still going like just in the last two days alone he has gotten into it with two players in the nfl or on twitter or ig about the thing. yeah yeah so you know you had you had the shit with eric eric weddle and he called him weedle that yeah. first of all <laughs> I, this nigga needs spell check it, it just just come on man I would like to say he did it on purpose, but knowing who he is, I don't think so. Like, listen, man, I know, you know, Twitter is, what, 140 characters. And, you know, it's not all about grammar and, and all of that, but it's a goddamn struggle to read the shit that this nigga be, be writing on any platform. It's so difficult. Like, you know... Some of the shit that he write, like when he wrote the the long diatribe about the the, the first accusing shit, man, I couldn't defend him because I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have an idea, and like, I don't even know if that should hold up in court the way he was looking, man. Like, what is he saying? Right. So you got you got you got the Eric Weddle situation, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, it, let's it, get to the main event though. This is the one I want to talk about. And and you 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 know you got that shit, but then you got you got and this is just fresh off the presses, man. Uh, he's had a, a, a altercation on Twitter with with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you know, like, and and you know Baker Baker tends to rub people uh you know the wrong way. Um. But this is how I got started. So Baker initially posted a photo of of himself on Instagram from when he was at Oklahoma. And he wrote the caption, um, just some undersized walk-on, keep that same energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Simple enough. So then uh, somebody responded Win football games that speaks louder than these A B ish style posts. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So then Baker responded with, you're right. Let me call out my teammates and throw a fit about my helmet. Then go freeze my feet off. Amazing. <laughs> Simply amazing. So before I get to AB response, let me just say, I don't blame the nigga for responding. Like, <laughs> I don't. I you do know, not at all. Like, I don't blame you for responding. You know, you, you was over there, wherever you at, minding your business, drinking <laughs> your once. water. For once. Yeah. And, you know, Baker said what he said. Well, I mean, it's true. He did the shit, but that's not your 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 <laughs> place to time, say that. Man. Yeah. So, um, so Brown responded by ripping uh May uh, Baker Mayfield <laughs> on on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I love this so much. So so, AB. <laughs> Man, AB, bruh, um, AB responded, you should have never been drafted before Lamar Jackson. What a big scam. No, <laughs> 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 nah, he called him a sorry-ass Chico, man. He called him a yeah. sorry-ass Chico, dog. <laughs> so, so then he said, he said, <laughs> you sorry-ass Chico, keep rolling right. You ain't done nothing in this league. <laughs> the internet only place you would ever talk to or about me. You know you get beat quick, slice you up some humble pie. Now, now let me just say, y'all. Let's break down. Let's break down that part. Of it. Let, let me just say this about myself. I read very well. Mm-hmm. I'm reading slow on what he's saying because I'm trying to decipher this shit. It's not me. I'm not slow, y'all. It, let me just throw exactly. that out there. Duh. So. <laughs> Can we just point out the fact that he used the word, the word that people usually are too lazy to use, the version of two that people are too lazy to use when he should have done it with one O. That was a situation where he just needed one O. He went the extra mile and put another O on two for that. <laughs> and that bothers me so bad, man, because it's usually the reverse. Usually somebody who should have said T-O-O, they don't use it. They use T-O. Right. He went the extra mile and put the O-O on there. Here's another part that was funny. When he said, keep rolling right, that shit killed me, man. Because that's all Baker Mayfield does is pull out <laughs> of the pocket and he rolls right. <laughs> and I'm like, if an offensive player is sitting at home and he realizes that, the defense must be like, he ain't gonna do shit but roll out right. <laughs> we just gonna spy somebody over here <laughs> and, and just wait on him to bust his ass. Hey, man, I like, if you just really read the subtext, you can tell another player said that about Baker Mayfield, and A.B. just been waiting to just leave it out. He's just like, man, you're sorry ass. Man, I know you ain't talking about me. Hey, somebody else responded, and, and this is what hurt me. Some Somebody responded, I never saw uh, A.B. get ran down by an officer and tackled. <laughs> never happen so like okay we know ab is a clown man but if we gotta give a a a blow by blow breakdown i'll give it ab the win in this one 
yeah. <laughs> he justified yeah. himself because at least he's accomplished something. Baker Mayfield hadn't done shit, and right now he looks like he was drafted way too high. <laughs> like like yes. AJ said, that shit was a scale that you got yes. thinking over Lamar Jackson. And yes. Lamar Jackson, it, I I. I think the culture of Cleveland would have ultimately hurt Lamar Jackson, especially being with Hugh Jackson. That that just wouldn't have worked. However, he is a superior leader. Peter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what, man? It, it it's crazy uh, that that you say that. I was I was playing Madden by two or three o'clock this morning, man. Cause I ain't had shit else. I got to get it, man. I and get uh, it. you know, I started playing with Baltimore. You know, now in, in the middle of me me playing this this game, I really honestly started having an internal conversation in my head about mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, real life Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, and his situation in Baltimore, and how how much for some reason at that po- at that moment how much I appreciated what Ozzie Newsom did by drafting him, yeah, drafting this kid into such a stable situation a stable organization that had the 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 will the intent and the means to build around this kid and protect this kid yeah you know um like i want this i want this dude to succeed so badly i was a favorite over me louisville like you know i i love this kid i love this kid's mama you know like Nick motherfuckers throw out the narrative about not having a father and and how you know and he's smashing all that shit. Yep. You know, I like, wish him the best, man. I really do. And and let's you know something that's understated. He saved Jim Harbaugh's uh, yes. John Harbaugh's job. Yes. He saved John Harbaugh's job, and I think he made Harbaugh want to stay too. I think it's twofold. I think when when Harbaugh got around him and saw that this kid wants to win. I think Harbaugh was like, shit, we can work this out. If you've given me a quarterback, and Flacco was Flacco was straight for what he needed. Hey, he got a Super Bowl ring, and he played out his mind on his way to that Super Bowl ring. So I'm not taking anything away from Flacco. But it's like John was like, you got me some help, and I want to work this out. And I think that's I think Lamar Jackson being so good is why they ended up working everything out, and John is still there. Yes. Let, 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 and just let me just give y'all this little tidbit about Lamar Jackson, man. Um, and, and you know, uh, leading up to the draft, they talked about his throwing. They talked about his ability of to course. read the defense. They talked. They basically gave you the playbook that they use on why black, black quarterbacks. Yes, why black quarterbacks shouldn't be quarterbacks, and he should be a running back. And just let me give y'all this little tidbit, you know, to laugh in these motherfucking faces. Right now, Lamar Jackson is reaching a historic level of mistake-free football. Mm. He has avoided an interception in 221 straight regular season pass attempts. That is the longest current streak in the NFL, and it is the best in the Ravens' 24-year history. It also gives him a, uh, a unique distinction. Lamar has the lowest interception rate in league history at 1.1% among quarterbacks with at least 250 attempts. That's crazy. Fuck you, haters. And, 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 dog, 
anybody who knows me knows I love mistake-free football. It's the reason why I love Russell Wilson so much as a quarterback because he's going to throw it away before he throws a pick. If you look at Russell Wilson's interception, somebody tipped that bitch or something. Yeah. Usually. It's part of why I like Patrick Mahomes. Even though he takes risks, he doesn't go nuts with it. As I'm like, if it's clearly a situation where the play is dead, he's going to lie down with it. Right. He's done. And I just appreciate that, man. And for Lamar Jackson, it's again, it's like he has he has the, the raw talent. And one thing I love, he said, I don't like to run. I just do it because I have to, but I don't I don't like to run. And we're seeing if we're seeing him bring it up. He has a chip on his shoulder, a chip that Baker Mayfield tries to have. But he has a chip on his shoulder he always brings up. It's pretty good for a running back, right? Man, Baker shit is manufactured, bro. Oh, it's it's definitely manufactured. Which that's who I was originally about to go in on. So let let me say this. Love Patrick Mahomes, love Russell Wilson, love uh Lamar Jackson, love Cam Newton. Uh, all the black quarterbacks. I love Jacoby Brissett too. I just want to throw Jacoby that out there. Brissett. Yeah, all the black quarterbacks, man. This is again, we're in we're still in the golden age of football. It doesn't end with Brady and uh Breeze and, and Manning. It doesn't end with those guys. We're still in the golden age. And the black quarterbacks that we have now, man, ladies and gentlemen, we witnessing something very special yes. in the NFL right now. Yes. I, I just like just like uh when we had the 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 black head coach all Super Bowl with uh, yeah, uh with with Lovey. with Colts with Lovey yeah. and and, 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 and Dungey, yeah. I'm telling you now, we'll listen to me now. We gonna have multiple starting black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl over the next ten years, multiple. Because oh, yeah. yeah. you got like not just the ones you name, right? Mm-hmm. You got you got Kyler Murray. He's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, he he looking good for him to just be on a shitty team. Uh, it makes me wish, you know, somebody like uh, just a better organization would but, draft him. But but you know what though, I I don't I don't think so, because he he, and the reason why I say that is, they all in on him. They are clearly. They gonna do whatever it takes to make him succeed because they don't want to look stupid. So I think he in a good spot. It's just it, it you know, the team's just building. Yeah, it's it's gonna take time. But they building the offense around him rather than trying to get him to conform to offense that, that they want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um but you, you got him, then you got you got Tool coming up, you got Justin Fields coming up, you know. Um so I'm telling you, man. Yeah, we got, I, we got I can't quarterbacks wait. of color are yes. about to be a thing. I can't wait till we have at least a third of the, the whole league black as fuck. And it seems like these guys realized it. Like when people were making a big deal about Lamar going against Pat, it, it's and somebody brought it up to both of them. They was like, yeah, it is dope. And I just like that, man. It's not like they're saying, well, I'm just focused on the game when somebody approaches them with that. It's like, yeah, yeah. They're embracing their culture. Uh, but on the flip side of that, Baker Mayfield about two games away from being trashed to me. About two. Yeah. All that chest thumping. All that look at me. All that nobody believes in us. Nobody thinks that we're worth a damn and all that kind of stuff. 
the only person who can talk on their team. What only a few people, there are a few people who actually can legitimately say something and be heard on their team. And Baker ain't one of them, man. Nah. He's not. But, you know, um, he 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 got the right complexion to, to do that. He get oh, yeah. he he get he gets pass after pass after pass, you know. And I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I I actually liked Baker the the, the player man, you know. Um, Me too. I I wouldn't have been mad if 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 Cleveland didn't take him because you know it was expected that the Jets was gonna take him mm-hmm. uh, at three. Everybody assumed that Sam was gonna be number one to to Cleveland. And we was gonna take him at three, and I, I wouldn't have been been mad at that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. He 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 bought two three games away from just yeah. trash status. And you know, since we was talking about AB saying about Lamar and 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 Baker, let me just give you this real quick. Mm-hmm. So they play they play this Sunday. Oh yeah. Oh Joe, trust me, I've circled that one. <laughs> yes. So by by this Sunday's game. Uh, when the, the Browns and the Ravens play, Lamar would have gone eight regular season games, 511 playing minutes, and 308 days without an interception. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over that same stretch, 53 quarterbacks have thrown at least one interception, including an NFL worst 12 by Cleveland by Browns quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Like, come on, man. And you know what's funny? And Baker Mayfield is part of why, and I thought it was crazy when they first drafted him, but Baker Mayfield is part of why I hope Daniel Jones succeeds. It's a, it's a big part of it to me. Like, Daniel Jones, okay, everybody was up in arms about that, right? Dwayne yeah, Haskins. Yeah. Everybody's like Dwayne Haskins should I be. I forgot the guy. about Haskins. Yeah. Dwayne, right. And he deserves to be mentioned in that black quarterback conversation we just had, too. I just want to make sure that's known. Yeah. Stated. Everybody jumped down the Giants' throat for not getting Dwayne Haskins. And then Baker Mayfield, before the season starts, and GQ said, Basically, man, this is, you know, how does Daniel Jones, how does he have a job and all that? And Daniel Jones came out and looked like a stud in this past game. And I'll even take the sample size that we got in the preseason. He looked good in these preseason games as well. We're going to see more as the season goes on. But at the same time, man, like, Baker, he's looking better than you right now. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, I Well, I, I, I blasted the pick. Not because of, you know, who it was per se. Mm-hmm. I, I just selfishly, I wanted, I wanted uh, Haskins in New York. Mm-hmm. I, I want, I wanted a brother to be the oh, face yeah, of, yeah. of a franchise in the biggest market. You yeah, know, that would have been cool. I think uh, that would have been cool too. And it, that's smart. that was just that was just my personal, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, I watched Daniel Jones in college. He wasn't nothing special. Um, you know, uh, I mean, the nigga threw for less than six percent of his passes. Mm-hmm. And I know he 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 didn't have the best receivers and all that, so on and so forth. Uh, but I I, I felt they could have went in a different direction. He was gonna still be that seventeen. That's that. a, okay. So let's to that point. That was the biggest thing to me. You used the pick that you got from trading Odell to get Dwayne. I mean, not to get Dwayne, to get Daniel Jones. 
But at the same time, if you keep Odell, you could have still had Daniel Jones. It wouldn't have been like, like you would have missed out on him or anything like that. And it makes me think Daniel Jones looked good with the plays he had out there. My God, if Odell was still there. Just with the right. arm that kid has. Like, you you really can't name a, 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 outside of Shepard and Ingram and, of course, Saquon. You can't name nobody on the Giants. If if, if you're not just a, a big fan of football, a big fan right. of, you know, like they they went and got uh oh goddamn nigga who who's in Seattle uh, uh oh man I can't remember Golden Tate from Notre oh, yeah, Dame yeah, yeah. Golden Tate uh and and he ain't played yet you know right suspended so it's like who who else is there but you know Daniel Jones about to earn his goddamn keep today or this week oh yeah the next the next seven to eight weeks we gonna see. Uh, you know, because there's no Saquon and and Wayne Gallman is is decent. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's he can play, but he he's ain't gonna no have Saquon. to. If they're gonna get up the field, it ain't gonna be on the strength of a running back. He's going to have to play quarterback. Yes, yes. That's that's just a fact of the matter. And speaking back on Dwayne Haskins, I think he's getting ready to start. Might as well. Yeah, uh, I think he's getting ready to start. He's probably gonna play this Sunday. To be honest. I don't like, know if he's gonna start this Sunday, but he's probably gonna play. Listen, man, they they zero and three. Um, they going nowhere fast. Jay Gruden about to be out. Jay Gruden about to be out. You know, first of all, they got like eight goddamn quarterbacks on their roster. <laughs> you know, um, and none of them are your future except for one. Yep. Except Players. except one player. Yeah. Now I I get that they they probably scared because that line you know they ain't got Trent Williams you know that line ain't looking the same they lost their running game with Darius guys going out again who probably won't play again the way his leg looking um, Adrian Peterson you know uh, look like sixty Scott. yards and is the leading rusher yeah he looked like Scott Peterson um, <laughs> it, I mean it, it it's just you know. That Jordan Reed is out with he with his umpteen concussion. Vernon da- Davis is is forty damn near scene, but he's still balling. It, it you know I, I get that they don't want to just throw him to the wolves, but I mean you got to get him some some meaningful for for time because yeah. I don't and I would love to see him play and then Washington going you know going to a nice little run or whatever. But oh, that's the ideal scenario, you know. That's that's what what I would would like to see, um, you know. Now we got uh, we 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 approaching what is this uh the first quarter basically of of, of football season mm-hmm. uh you know these this would be the fourth game a lot of a lot of people uh had their picks um and, and you know we did the the show where we had our picks or whatever and so far everybody that we picked is, is holding true to form this first quarter of the, of the of the football season yeah uh i still hate new england that ain't that ain't gonna change you know by by any means uh have you seen anything that make you feel like you know you should change your picks or 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 
you know, who you who do you see maybe on the rise that you didn't see beforehand? I want to say Baltimore so badly, but I mean, you still got Mahomes and and uh, and Brady are still walking around and breathing, <laughs> so I can't quite uh, say that I changed it. But I give them a better shot without uh, without AB being on the Patriots, of course. I give them a better chance. Um, the Bills have been surprising. I'll say that the Bills have been surprising. Uh, Man, if we had a kicker, we'd have beat them hoes. I ain't they ain't surprising shit. Fuck both. <laughs> uh also on the on the end over in the NFC, I don't trust the Vikings. I definitely don't trust the Lions or anything like that. I like how San Francisco looks, but I don't trust them because I do not trust the health of Jimmy G. That's just what it comes down to. And I think I said that on the on the prior episode, but I'll say this the most surprising thing to me has been Green Bay's defense. Even though they just took an L by letting, allowing uh, Philly to score 34 points, Green yeah. Bay's defense looks pretty good. I, you know, I, I was just about to say um, Green Bay. Um, because, I, you know, I picked the Vikings, remember, to, to take that, take the North. And I had Green Bay as, the, uh, as a wild card team. Strictly off of Dalvin Cook, I thought he was going to be a motherfucker. Um, and, you know, the wide receiver situation in, in in Minnesota as well. But, man, Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith and Green Bay look good, boy. I mean. Yeah, they do. And then, you know, uh, and, and Green Bay has, has spent more first-round picks on cornerbacks over the last five, six years than anybody. And – you know, it, it's it's starting to 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 work out for them. Um, they run game is 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 not what it need to be because they line just not not holding up. You know, I I got Aaron Jones in two leagues and it, I'm catching hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's just kind of their thing. And uh, let me say this: I I just remember somebody else. We were talking about you know, the future and black quarterbacks and all that kind of stuff, man, what if Chicago had it just gone on and drafted Mahomes? Yeah. Listen, man, uh, <laughs> Mahomes with, with that type of defense, like you, the, the, the 72 Dolphins would be scared as fuck. That, they would beat people 35 to zero. 35 to 10 or 45 to 10. And yeah. That's how the scores would look. They would be so – they would look like a Madden team. Yes. Like, you know, um, they look real dumb right now. Yeah. Because they, they gave up a bunch of shit to move up one spot for Trash Biscuit. Right. Instead uh, of getting Mahomes, who ended up being a real stud. And, you know, and, and I, I will say that even though I I do know Mahomes uh, and really feel like he he works hard at his game, I do think having Andy Reid over Nagy makes a huge difference as well. <clears throat> yeah, it would it would, uh, but yeah, it's just it's just one of those things to to think about, man. But uh, if you didn't have anything else, I, I got to gear the shift 
Oh, hold, hold on. Let, 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 me, let, let me say this real quick because uh, I, I didn't say um, we we was talking about uh, picks and all of that. If New Orleans Saints could trade water for these next um, four or five weeks, I, I think the NFC is going to go through New Orleans when Drew Brees get back. Okay. You know, um, Teddy had a good game last week. Uh, if he gets, if he can do that and remain, you know, mistake free, you know, not throw multiple picks, you know, 200, 220, 230 yards, couple touchdowns. I, I think that, that, that they'll, you know, if he can go four and two with Breeze out, New Orleans going to be, going to be the team to beat in the NFC out of New Orleans and the Rams again. Because that means that they run a game is on par. That means mm-hmm. their defense is, is, is on par. And Drew Brees is going to come back and their offense is going to pick way up. So yeah. I just yeah. want to throw that out there. Yeah. I Boo can that. see that, man. <laughs> I can see that happening. Uh, but I, as of right now, and we'll see uh, with the Saints and the Cowboys going into tomorrow, just to see how both teams look, especially with the Cowboys looking at a, a better team, better quality team than what they've seen. Uh, we'll just see how it pans out. But I still got I, – I, I haven't seen anything to change my pick on the Cowboys, especially with Dak playing out his mind. And somebody on, on uh, my shoulder, the unapologetic experience, he said they shouldn't pay Dak until the end of the season if he's going to play out of his mind like this while waiting on a contract. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you like this. Uh, they fuck around and wait they want to. <laughs> that 40 going to turn to 45. You know. He gonna, he, gonna, he, gonna, he gonna want more than that 40. Right, like hey, look, now that was the Super Bowl. What's up? Especially, espe- I don't want that. Especially <laughs> um, since the story came out the other day that next year Pat Mahomes could get two hundred million, two hundred million from Kansas City. That's his extension, two hundred. Shit. So, you know, they Jerry they, looking at that. They probably won't tighten up. They can wait if they want to, you know. <laughs> Some somebody gonna have to go because they ain't gonna be able to afford everybody. Yeah, that's true, man. It's true, but you, the, the goal is, is to keep them together long enough to get a ring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I just don't want that to happen. I I can't I can't take we them boys. I yeah, cannot. Oh my God. I, like I'm okay with them getting to the Super Bowl and failing. We're getting to the Super Bowl and winning, man. They can't let go of the ones they won in the 80s. We wouldn't – they still be talking about this until 2050, until when we're at a point where we're long gone, man. They'll still be talking about that shit. Right. And I I don't want to get to the pearly gates standing next to the niggas hollering, we them boys. I don't want to do it. (laughs) I would rather not. I don't want to do it. That's like purgatory. I'm good on that. (laughs) Oh man, but yeah. So switching gears, man, real quick, because uh, we've been at it. But now Bleacher Report released their top fifty players of all time, and there were some omissions 
uh, that I was, was completely okay with, but I saw some fans up in the uproar about uh, Carmelo Anthony, T-Mac, and Allen Iverson. All three of them were omitted from the top five uh, – no, not top five, top 50 NBA players of all time by Bleacher Report. Uh, the top five were Michael Jordan, LeBron James, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird. Those were your top five who finished. Uh, Steph Curry made it to top, was number 10. Uh, I think David Robinson was like number 11 or something like that. It was a very interesting list. Boy, they had Kobe at 14 and them niggas lost their mind. That's the one I want to talk about. Niggas lost their mind and Kobe being 14. And, and by the way, Kevin Durant was 15. But People were like, how the hell is Kobe 14? Because Tim Duncan made it into the top 10, which I'm completely all right with. How is he 14? And I had several debates about this. Some of the biggest Kobe fans I know agreed. Kobe Bryant was a great player. Kobe Bryant did nothing to revolutionize the game. No. He did nothing to revolutionize the game. Steph Curry is arguably the best shooter of all time. LeBron James is one of, is probably the best all-around player of all time, just looking at his stats. Um, Michael Jordan, of course, I mean, we don't even have to argue about that. Larry Bird, you can argue that he's the best three of all time. Um, Magic Johnson, of course, you can say that he's the best. Uh, he's the best guard point guard ever. Tim Duncan is the best power forward ever, in my opinion and so on and so forth, you cannot say Kobe Bryant is the best shooting guard of all time. Kobe, Kobe is Michael Jordan Jr. Jr. And then, and that's what I'm saying, there's no revolutionary thing that he did. He emulated someone else and didn't even have a similar career. And the thing that uh, AD from the Off Topic podcast that he said that really stood out to me was Kobe is a Shaq and a Gasol away from being T-Mac. Mm, mm, mm. Couldn't argue it. If he didn't have those two players, and I like Kobe Bryant. Like, I, I grew up loving Kobe Bryant. If he didn't have T-Mac, and not T-Mac, if he didn't have Gasol and Shaq, his legacy is completely different. Period. I, 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 can, I can roll with that. And then you got to keep in mind, LeBron James made it to the finals with two trash-ass Cavaliers team. The one back in 07 and the one um, when he lost to Golden State this last time. Yeah. Two trash teams. Everywhere he's gone, he's gotten that team to the finals with the exception of the Lakers. And that's still to be determined whether he does it or not there. When Kobe didn't have Shaq, or Gasol, trash. The teams were trash, man. Like they were going nowhere. They were getting bounced out in the first round. It's completely reasonable that Kobe is in in as the number fourteen spot. Is it's a completely reasonable thing to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, um, <sighs> I I just don't see anybody that's ahead of him that he can just righteously replace. Um I I I just don't. You know, may 
I mean, some could argue with Steph, but you got to look at Steph's resume. You know, his his resume holds up quite quite well. Um, and and again, like you said, Steph Steph got Steph got niggas shooting from from the parking garage. You know, right. Steph right. got Steph got got people. You know. Like he's 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 changed the way that they have to play defense on him because he can pull up from anywhere and have you know so he you know. and he started small ball yeah yeah like you you can get it if you can just break down and even I said the only it's only three people you can remotely argue against Kobe as far as him being in the spot Curry. And that's not even a strong argument. David Robinson and maybe even Bill Russell from a athletic standpoint. Even if you switch him for either of those players, every player above him still moves up and he still wouldn't be in the top ten. I agree. I just, I completely, completely agree. Period. It's just it's not there, man. And and AD, if we, we, that's somebody we should have had on to talk about this because he's been on this train for a while. He said the further we get removed from COVID, the more his legacy is not going to hold up. And even KD being at 15 is problematic to me because it's only because he went to Golden State. Kevin Durant is yeah. a better player than Kobe Bryant was, period. He just is. And then he has a lot more to go. Kevin Durant's going to end up in the top 10. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, you, you know who I um looking at this list, the one I really have a problem with. Who, Chris Muller? No, no, no. Oh, no, he didn't make it. That's right. He didn't no, make it. No, I'm talking about the, the placement. Um, oh, go ahead. I really, I, I really have a problem with David Robinson being ahead of the dream. Yeah, yeah, that's problematic. I can, I can see that. I just, I can't. Yeah, I, I cannot. Especially when you go back and look at that '95 uh, Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. when Houston won is six, you know, and. David Robinson, he put up 23, about 24 game, 11 rebounds, two blocks. Elijah one hit this nigga for 35 a game. No problem. 35, 12, five assists, four blocks. <laughs> nothing. Shooting 60%. I came to drink. And you know what? That's somebody who's kind of beyond reproach. He and, and, and Kareem, you like nobody shits on them ever. Because it's no, it's all facts. Them niggas was cold, bro. You know, and it's like Robinson didn't win shit till they sucked. Till Timmy. In 98 and got Tim in 99. Yep. It's true. You know, um, man, I, I just. I just, I just have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Like, but it's, and you, you got, you got Shaq taking Elijah one over himself. Right, that's true. You know, but, but Shaq definitely deserved to be in, in the top. Oh yeah, no, I, and I, I'm not, and I'm not saying I understand his humility because he even says, "Look, man, Elijah one was a problem for me." 
period. Like, I get it, man, but yeah, dog, David I, Robinson, that, I, I I have no qualms with you taking exception to that because I take exception to it, man. Like, that's, that's I, a logical one. I mean, the Dream did everything, dog. 12-time yeah. All-Star, 12-time All-NBA, nine All-Defensive selections, two Defensive Player of the Year awards, two Final MVPs, two NBA titles, and he won the league MVP. I've often said if Jordan didn't retire early twice, he'd probably have 10 straight. But the only two I question is the two years that Houston I, made it. Goddamn right, because Chicago couldn't handle a center. Dog, because Q, oh, <laughs> the dream would have gave him everything he wanted. Everything. Every, every motherfucking thing. And then they had some shooters with Mad Max and mm-hmm. Kenny Smith and Robert Ory. And they had a nigga doing the dirty work who could go who could go blow for blow with mm-hmm. with with the worm with uh uh old old stop ot, you know I I just <sighs> you <laughs> know very disappointed in it yeah I'm 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 hurt by that yeah hurt by that shit man so man so look we got we got uh. We 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 in the middle of college football season. We got we got uh, a few good games this weekend. Uh, my Notre Dame Fighting Irish took an L last week to Georgia in a game where they was a fourteen point underdog. Everybody just knew they was gonna get blown out. They they played very well. I'm proud of the way they played. I don't do more victories, so I still hate that they lost. But uh, they got Virginia this week. And they should win that game. Um, who you got this week as far as any upset alerts? I think Virginia gonna beat Notre Dame. Man, get the hell off this goddamn. <laughs> you lost think, your mind. I definitely think Virginia gonna beat Notre Dame. That's that's one of them. I'm about uh, to pull a six nine and call your job and tell them drug test you. <laughs> TK is six nine, goddamn it, because this is ridiculous. Nah, man, I, I really think that's gonna be the case. Uh, outside of that, though. Mm. It's pretty. It's gonna be a pretty standard fair. Uh, USC may upset Washington. That's who I got. Yeah, that's that's a pretty pretty much a toss up. USC. Uh, and I see Arizona State already upset California, which is wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, man, these games are still we're still in the safe zone as far as games are. I got one for you. Oh, Mississippi State. Mississippi and Auburn? State Auburn. I looked at that. I'm not sure, but I can see it. It's the SEC. Shit, yeah. anybody can lose at any time. So anybody can lose. So anybody can lose. But yeah, that'd be about it, man. We'll see though. We'll see. Uh, uh, as far as those games are concerned, Michigan. I see. Did they have the? Uh, yeah, they got the week off, right? Them they niggas off every week. Garbage ass team. They off every week. Michigan is doodle. Yeah, yeah, they red ass, and it start with the coach. And instead, Standard. instead of saying "go blue," they need to say "go away blue." Period. Garbage, man. Matter of fact, I, I, I got a partner, man. We go back and forth over this. He hate Notre Dame with a passion, obviously because he a Michigan fan and they suck. So instead of instead of me calling him Michigan, I always hashtag in Michigan. <laughs> when, when I when I I go back and forth with him just just to get on his ass. Oh yeah, 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 man, they, man, yeah. 
That's it. That's 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 all I got for that, man. Uh, college football, but I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good day, and it's a good weekend for football. Yeah, so I'm excited very good weekend. Now, you know, before we before we skate up out of here, man, uh, it, it's something I I want to do. Um, and we probably should have did when we was talking about the NFL, but I, I think ending the show with it probably uh be good too. But everybody play fantasy football. I know you in like forty eight leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so what I want to end out in this with is each one of us give uh a fantasy stud and a fantasy dud for the week. Alright, so my fantasy stud for the week. Uh and I mean it would be easy for me to, to pick on Pat Mahomes and all that kind of stuff. Like I, I he's he's guaranteed to get off. But uh my pick for fantasy stud of the week, I think I'm gonna play it safe just a little bit. And I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Hollywood Brown, man. I think he's ready to bounce back. Uh, he had a pedestrian outing against Kansas City, who I just knew he's gonna shred them. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think he's gonna have a good bounce back game is against a division rival, and yeah, I think he's gonna get off, man. I think Lamar Jackson is gonna take care of him and make sure he gets out there. And as far as my fantasy dud, he's kind of been my fantasy dud for the year. It's part of why I went hard on him earlier here, but it's Baker Mayfield. He's going to continue to disappoint. He's going to continue to barely get you nine or ten points. And, shit, that's it. That's where I'm at on fantasy. Okay. Now, for me, uh, my fantasy stud is anybody playing against the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Nigga, pick one. (laughs) As long as you got a player playing against the Miami Dolphins, that person is going to be a stud. Like you know, uh, but I, I do, I do think, I think Philip Rivers will have a huge game um, this week. As a matter of fact, I got him stacked with Keenan Allen and Eckler in, I don't know how many DraftKings leagues as well as personal leagues that I'm in. So um, you can't lose with any one of those. I think, but I, I do think Eckler will be will be huge this week, you know, Melvin going coming back. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking too. Uh he's about to show him like, hey, you just can't bench me, you know. Uh so anybody playing against the Miami Dolphins will be huge this week. Now um as far as fantasy dud Oh man. Um if I had to pick one man, I would probably have to say mm, Wow, I, I don't know, man. Um I know who. I Mike Thomas, Dallas, going against Dallas. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, I can see that happening. And and, and the reason the reason why I I, I say that, man, is because uh I, I think they gonna they gonna force Teddy to 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 play he quarterback. Somebody else, yep. Yes. Uh and, and I'm not saying he's gonna have a bad game, but I don't think he's gonna, you know, have his his usual eight, nine catches, hundred yards, you know. I, I see Mike Thomas getting five catches, sixty yards. 
no, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, regular, regular, I'm hoping I'm wrong because I really need him to show up. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, but that's who I got, either him or Julio. One of the two. Yeah, yeah, that's another one, definitely. Cause of Matt Ryan. <sighs> Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want to point the blame to somebody else, but it's definitely mad. Yeah, it. it I could talk about that all week, man. But nine to time, <laughs> you know. So before we get out of here, man, won't you let us know what you got coming up next week or or whatnot on the unapologetic experience? Uh, you know, on the unapologetic geek page. Make sure y'all check that out while we're talking about it. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, on the next episode of the Unapologetic Experience, uh, we're going to be recapping week four of the NFL. Uh, I'm just going to bring you the news, you know, any geek news, video game news, and all of that kind of stuff. But the week after that, Joker Review with AD and Leslie from uh, the Off Topic Podcast and a review of Hell in the Cell with my boy Robert on the Black Pocket Podcast. Yes, we will be talking some wrestling on there. So, and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a huge week, man. Two episodes in one week. I'm looking forward to it. I'm already prepping for it. So that's what I got going down coming up. And on this prior episode, we broke down. Uh, I had Sergio from Reality Breach come on with me. We broke down week three of the NFL and we talked some video games. It was a good time. Definitely check it out. No doubt, no doubt, man. You know, I, I always tune in. Uh, and you know, I got my top fan badge on the unapologetic geek page. I appreciate so, that. You know, I, I I show up and show out when I can, <laughs> you know, do my thing. Hey, yeah, dog, I definitely appreciate that. I appreciate all the top fans. And to listen, man, you can check me out anywhere, just about anywhere, uh podcasts are available. So Oh yes. The the same with the Culture Sports Podcast. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on uh, Apple, Google Play, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're on Anchor. We're on uh, Podbean. All the major podcasting platforms. You can find us uh, also on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Is the Culture Sport, and instead of an L, it's the number one in the word culture. So the Good Culture word. Sport that is important. Yes. Follow us on Twitter. You can also find us on Black With No Chaser. We are powered by Black With No Chaser. So check us out. Let's get this thing going and growing. You know, good week, man. I, I, I'm glad you made time to talk to me. You know, chop oh, it up. Of course, I, man. It's always a good time, my brother. Oh, yeah. I, I look forward to doing this every single week. I look forward to talking to y'all every single week. Hey. Now, that being said... I, along with my boy, Mr. Jarius T, the Unapologetic Geek, we appreciate you guys stopping by. We appreciate the likes, shares, follows, and comments. Definitely, bro. And we will see you guys next week. Oh, thank you.